You're listening to the Bear in Mind Podcast, episode 127. A podcast that breaks it down so you can break the cycle for good. Now your host, Tara Rama, but you can call her T. I am so excited for today's episode because I realized that in reframing how you control anger in this way, in two different ways, can help you see how you can permanently break a cycle. And it can be any cycle, and in particular, I'm talking about if you feel anger and that leads to yelling. And you can see different cycles with different emotions also. So that's why I'm really excited when you can look at it from these two ways. Whenever you say, oh, I need to control this or I need, I want to manage even my emotions better. Organizing it maybe in this way can help you see how to approach things so that you can come about a permanent habit change around certain emotions and certain behaviors. So I explained controlling behavior in episode 95. And I put a lot of information in there. And basically, I was saying you need to deal with the guilt. If the guilt comes after you yell, after you do something that you didn't want to do, and then to deal with the guilt so that you can then focus your attention and understand and you use hindsight to understand your anger. And then get then you can when you once you understand it, you will then be able to control it. And it doesn't usually, I want to give a little bit more detail because it almost seems, even when I'm saying it out loud, it seems really like vague. Okay, I get rid of the guilt. Great. And then how do I then control it? So the first part of that is not spending time in guilt and then being able to, to look at your anger that happened. So you're not spending a lot of time in a different emotion, but rather you're looking at the whole spectrum of anger. And the first way that you begin to control anger is to allow the anger. So once you're not feeling guilty, you're like, okay, anger is a normal human emotion and you're going to be okay with having this emotion. That is the one way that you are going to control it Because if you're resisting it and thinking, oh, I shouldn't be angry, even I shouldn't be angry, even thinking that way, you don't actually lose control because you're already angry. So you don't gain that control. So the way you control anger is you allow it. So even when you are yelling and you catch yourself yelling, and then you go about taking those breaths to allow it and be okay with it and not saying, oh, I shouldn't be angry, I shouldn't have been yelling, but instead allowing that emotion to pass, even though you may have yelled and you've caught yourself yelling and then you've, you breathe through it and you allow that emotion, you will already gain control over it, even though it's in the moment. And I know that most people, and I know myself, is like, well, okay, I just want to stop yelling. This is the one way that you are going to control it is that practicing of allowing it, even if you've already taken that action that you didn't want to. Even, you know, I use the example when I've eaten chocolate and I continue to eat chocolate, even stopping in the middle of eating so much chocolate and allowing whatever emotion that I'm trying to avoid because I'm eating the chocolate then allows me not to continue to be out of control, eating so much chocolate, more than I would have. So catching yourself yelling in the moment 
is a really good strategy and allowing that emotion, it prevents you from going down another spiral, maybe saying things that you really didn't want to say further down. So that is in essence control is by allowing it in that moment where you recognize the action happening and that a lot of times we can say, well, it doesn't matter. I'm already yelling. I might as well yell. No, it, it all helps. If you can catch yourself, breathe, and allow it, you will gain so much more control over the anger. And this is where I found that it was like, great, okay, I allow my anger and I can control it because I'm okay with having this human emotion. It's totally okay. And you're like, great, so what do I do? How does that actually bring about a permanent change? Stopping the cycle for good. And that's a lot of what I speak about in the different episodes is techniques to actually look at the long-term success of it. So when you're okay with anger, the issue is, is that why it maybe doesn't seem like there's permanent change if you're breathing and you're catching yourself and yelling is because we haven't looked at the root cause of the anger and the fact that you are feeling angry often. So if anger and also the related emotions that are reactive, frustration, all of those kind of emotions, is if that's kind of one of your top three emotions, daily emotions, then you're not going to then break the cycle because you're going to be feeling angry a lot. And you're then you're going to need to allow that emotion a lot, a lot. And that is really exhausting. So, and I found that for me, because once I learned that it was okay to be angry and I'm human and I realized how much of this emotion I was feeling. And it's not that I needed to feel the opposite or that you should feel the opposite, like all of a sudden you should be happy all the time. No, I'm not suggesting that that's one of your top daily emotions. If anger is there, up there, with a common emotion that's occurring a lot, there's going to be more opportunity for you to yell. And then there's going to be, you're going to spend a lot of time allowing that emotion, breathing, and it almost seems like the cycle continues. Like, okay, great. (laughs) what next? And that root cause that I'm talking about is then where is that anger coming from? And we have been taught, and I know that I have been taught, is that we need to look back into our past, our childhood. And while that could be true, and if that is part of it, if trauma is part of it, then that does need to be dealt with a licensed professional. If you have handled trauma, and the next kind of step is well, the root cause is actually how I'm thinking. It's That is actually what is leading to feeling angry habitually. And this was a real eye-opener after being in therapy and being like, okay, I now learned I can allow every emotion, great, but now I'm feeling angry a lot of the times and all I'm doing is spending an enormous amount of energy trying to breathe through this anger that's not really the way I wanted to live. And so when I found out that there are a whole bunch of thoughts and beliefs that are leading to anger and I comb through, now you don't have to comb through every single one of them because that also takes time, but there are some big beliefs that are causing some of that habitual anger. And 
if this is in relation to children, yes, it could be very much tied to our beliefs that we learned growing up. And it's just beliefs that we have not brought to our awareness. And this is the opportunity to bring it to our awareness to be like, oh, the way I'm thinking about these situations in my family, in my relationships, is why I'm habitually feeling angry all the time. And a lot of those beliefs, when I became aware of them, started just even being aware of it, started to help me have control in that second way that I'm talking about anger. Because then I could actually see the thought in real time before then the anger hit and then I was yelling. And so a lot of those things, and you might not even realize it because I think we don't even think that these are thoughts even to look at. Like we kind of think it's true and they're just there. And there are really subtle everyday thoughts. My kid shouldn't be screaming. My kid should be playing well. All of those should statements that run in the background that we're often not aware of, that is what is leading to that frustration, to that anger. It's the should that we put on everybody else. It's the should that we also put on ourselves. But in our relationships with another person, it is often those shoulds about how we think that they should think, how we think that they should feel, and how we think that they should behave or act. And I realized that I've talked about this, and this is that part that is getting to that root cause, is combing through those beliefs and then deciding, okay, I want to change those beliefs in the essence, not change the values that you have in raising your kids. That's not what I mean. Changing some of those thoughts around how people should behave that are not helping you in that moment and are creating that anger for you in that moment and not allowing that space for you to take a different course of action that you want to. You may very well still want, for example, your kids to have manners. You can still do that without thinking they should be doing something else right now. The thought can be like, this is an opportunity to teach them table manners or whatever manners you want to teach them, or this is an opportunity to practice gratitude, that is going to be a lot more helpful way of looking at a situation where they're not behaving according to your according to your kind of value system in order to approach it in a different situation that doesn't involve yelling. So the two ways that you go about controlling it, when you think about controlling anger, know that there are two ways you can go about it. One is allowing that anger, catching yourself in the action, breathing through that and processing that emotion. You will gain so much control by doing that. And then looking at where that anger is coming from, those beliefs, those thoughts we have about how other people should think, feel, and act. And that is all I have for you this week. I'll check back with you next. Thanks for listening. Listen for a new episode next Tuesday by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Bye for now.